Therefore, the Honorable Nancy Pelosi of the State of California, having received a majority of the votes cast, is duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives for the 116th Congress. Ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Human rights are women's rights, and women's rights are human rights once and for all. There is nobody that respects women more than I do. He can't help it. He was born with a silver foot in his mouth. Hello everyone and welcome to Explaining America. Today's episode is brought to you by two aspirins and a glass of red wine. A podcast that will dive into the great landscape of American politics, culture and society. And I'm your host, I'm Constant van Hoorn. And yes, that is a Dutch name and there's actually a very reasonable explanation for that one. And that is that I'm Dutch. Uh, which in short means that I put mayonnaise on fries and I rode a bicycle as a fetus. Because the Dutch believe life begins at the most important cycle, the bicycle. So where do I get off explaining you guys about America? Well, I get off at five. And uh, I'm also an American studies student at the University of Groningen, way up in the north. And I will try to explain America. I, I I have weird tendencies that I watch C-SPAN for fun. Yeah. Wow. This podcast is also a way of a gift to my friends. Because now they are just able to, you know, turn me off when I drone on. And uh, this podcast will look at pop culture, politics, social constructs and their problems... Uh, historical events, and sometimes just simply explaining how America got where they are. This week, the 116th Congress has been installed in the United States. The Democrats have a majority in the House of Representatives, and the Republicans have a majority in the Senate, or, well, they kept their majority in the Senate. It's quite a diverse group, Uh, both sides of the aisle. Uh, not only the Democratic side, especially for women, it was a great year. Um, over a hundred of them. It, two Muslim women, a uh, Somali-American member of the Congress, Ilhan Omar, who is the first one to wear a hijab in Congress. And there is uh, Rashida Tlaib. Well, she actually made quite a name for herself this week when she said, and I quote... We'll get in there and impeach the motherfucker. And, well, she was referring to Trump, obviously. Uh, Also, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who has already made a lot of waves. And this one I really liked was Senator uh, Kirsten Sinema. And uh, she's the first elected openly bisexual senator in the United States Congress. She is the first female senator uh, coming from Arizona. And this is also very special. She was sworn in on the United States Constitution instead of what normally uh, the Bible is used for, uh, at least in the U.S. Uh, This year also a lot of the Torah or the Quran, um, other religious books. But she just um, swore in 
on the US Constitution, which actually makes a lot more sense to me than the Bible, but, you know, each their own, as they say. And it's, of course, very funny that um, Vice President Mike Pence had to swear in uh, Kirsten Cinema. And for the people who don't know, uh, Vice President Pence is not the greatest champion for the LGBTQ community um, in that he actually is so anti-gay. He believes in conversion camps and he speaks at these um, highly extremist Christian functions where they uh, talk about the, the plague on the American family and the plague is gay because you know the gay agenda. Have they not called you yet? So yeah, there's the, I thought it was very funny to see him kind of squeal um, trying to do that. So the newly elected Congress has a lot of things to do and also a lot of things they want to do. For example, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who I mentioned before, she wants to tax the rich with 70%. And she wants to do that for her Green Deal, which basically means that America is finally going to do something about pollution and the environment. Um, well, with this uh, Senate and White House, I don't think the odds are in her favor, but it's a great initiative and I really look forward to seeing more of that. Uh, they want to do a lot of things, but there is a government shutdown. It's now going into its third week. And it's of course the most, it's for the most asinine reason. It is for the wall. Mr. President, uh, Senator Schumer came out and said that the meeting from his point of view and Speaker Pelosi's was contentious. He also said, you said in the meeting, this is him quoting you, I just want to check, that the shutdown could go on for months or even a year or longer. Did you say that? And I is did. That your, I did. Is that Border your assessment of I where we are? That. Absolutely, I said that. I don't think it will, but I am prepared and I think uh, I can speak for Republicans in the House and Republicans in the Senate. They feel very strongly about having a safe country, having a border that uh, makes sense without borders. I've said it many times, we don't have a country. Uh, I hope it doesn't go on even beyond a few more days. It really could open very quickly. Uh, yes, it could open very quickly. However, I very much doubt that. Um, which is demands, and it was a very weird press conference, obviously. You know, the wall that Mexico was going to pay for. Uh, this wall that America has to have, otherwise they have no country. Uh, now Trump has said he's willing to keep the shutdown going for months or even years, which I think is pretty funny. Um, when you think about the emergency for this wall, on the one hand, he argues that they need this wall like yesterday, but as a political tantrum, uh, the wall can wait for years, actually. And what is up with the constant reference to Game of Thrones? I mean, he, I saw him last week, uh, three days ago. Um, he gave one of his weirder um, cabinet meeting, or acting cabinet meeting, I must say, because most of his uh, staff is not probably staffed in that there are a lot of actings involved. Um, he had this poster in front of him 
of Game of Thrones, and uh, the the text was sanctions are coming. I mean, he tweeted it like months ago when it came to the Iran deal. Um, but now he used it for I don't know some kind of threat. I don't know what the sanctions are. Is he going to impose them on Nancy Pelosi? Well, I have no idea. It's 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 horrible. I mean, Game of Thrones. I mean, I don't want to spoil Game of Thrones for um, the people who have not seen all of it or none of it. Also, there walls do not work. Um, so yeah, when Trump's not busy ruining your favorite uh, television show, um, I th- like The Apprentice wasn't torture enough. He's also trying to destroy U.S. government. Um. So this wall, you know who really does not give a damn about this wall? Newly elected Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. We're not doing a wall. Does anybody have any doubt that we're not doing a wall? So that's it. Are you worried about backlash? Are you worried about backlash? No, it has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with the wall is an immorality between countries. It's an old way of thinking. Nancy has been elected once again for Speaker of the House, which is historic because she is now the second Speaker of the House. And the first Speaker of the House in 2007 was, yes, you guessed it, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, it's her second time uh, being elected Speaker. Um, which makes her the first and the second uh, female Speaker of the House. And um, when she was elected Speaker in 07, uh, she was honorable mentioned by then-President Bush uh, in the State of the Union, who said the following. And tonight I have the high privilege and distinct honor of my own as the first President to begin the State of the Union message with these words. Madam Speaker. Well, I highly doubt that she will receive such kind words uh, at the next State of the Union from President Trump. But, you know, you can always dream, right? Uh, She will face off Trump in the coming years, I actually will say. Um, And they first will go toe-to-toe on the wall and the shutdown. Uh, This shutdown is still close to a million. 800,000 Americans sit at home waiting for a paycheck. Uh, A lot of people who work at the TSA, at the airports, have already um, called in sick. Um, So it's going to be mayhem if this drags on for for months or years. But um, I have a lot of faith in Speaker Pelosi's uh, negotiation abilities, but... You don't know. You don't. You just don't know with this president. But what does the Speaker of the House, Speaker Pelosi's job is? Uh, basically, what she does is she is the most prominent spokesperson for the majority um, of, in the House of Representatives, um, which is the Democrats, her party. Um, she manages the floor, uh, which means that she will manage uh, what will be debated. And this is primarily in the advantage of the party who has the majority in the House, and and that is the Democratic Party. Uh, So they can uh, navigate their uh, legislative agenda. And before I end the show, I want to come to you guys with a final thought. 
And this final thought for today's episode is this. It is 2019, which practically means that it's 2020. The presidential campaign for 2020 has officially begun, you guys. It is happening. We thought we just had it, but no, God no. It's all starting up again. It's it's the the racist, the sexist meddling, the race baiting, dirt throwing spectacle. Not unlike we've seen in 2016. Uh, most likely, it's not going to get any better than 2016 when it comes to how the media behaves, how Twitter is going to play a role. Um, even if this president is willing to debate anyone. There's even talk by some Republicans if this president shouldn't be challenged by Republicans at all, eliminating in some states the process, but more on that on a later episode. Uh, what is going to happen? Is Jeff Flake or Mitt Romney going to run against Donald Trump? Who is going to enter the Democratic race for President of the United States? The first one is Elizabeth Warren. She was the first one to enter the race in still in 2018 yet. Uh, the sexism in the media has actually already begun and I was kind of surprised by that because I, I thought they would wait until June or something, I don't know. Uh, they were fast with this one. I mean, every other new show in America is talking about Warren's likability. Uh, I don't know about you guys, and I really want to ask you this, but who gives a shit about likability? I mean, you don't need to like the person. You need to like the ideas. It's the president. It's not America's next top model. Likeability is such a non-issue for a candidate, and it's foremost only an issue with female candidates. It is not as if the president, he or she, will ever invite you over to the White House and watch the Christmas Prince with you. That is not why uh, he or she is there. Please cut through the bull when it comes to media coverage uh, in 2016. Look at the substance of the candidate. I mean, if likability is supposed to be something we look for in candidates for President of the United States, look at the current president. He has the likability of a cokehead relative showing up once a year for money and to steal your Christmas ham. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty depressing when you look at it like that, but it's not as if you need to have this beer or the baba factor um, with your president. So please don't comment on how a candidate speaks or wears her hair, of if he's debating his penis size on national television. Yes, that actually happened. But look at the substance of each candidate before you make a judgment about the person's viability to become the next president of the United States. Thanks for listening. Hope till next time.